0: Can you hear me? I
1: can. Get to hear you.
0: Yeah. What's up? It's Marty. Hi,
1: this is Camden. And- Daniel
0: right here. Yeah. Yeah. What's Hope up,
1: fellas? To this podcast. I
0: appreciate <laughs> it. Josh hasn't popped on yet?
1: Yeah, he's up here. I see Hello. him. Hello? What's Oh, yeah.
2: mm. right, I do hear you. Yeah,
1: I'm on here. Oh, that's good. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Oh, that's good. Yep, yep. I I'm, I'm on the way home. Um,
3: what it? Yeah, I have to, have to, so have to, back back to uh, make my the back back. Uh, we it it here, awesome.
1: Well, uh, you ready?
3: Let's get started. All
1: right. Well, welcome to the Going Places podcast here. Uh, we do have this is episode 29, I believe, now. And we have some special guests for you today. We have uh, two people, they host the Tattoos and Jesus podcast outside of Gaffney, uh, you know, in the Chaffee County, of course. Uh, they're also working in counseling and uh, the office or, or and also, I believe, Morty's professor of psychology at uh, Limestone. Is that correct?
0: That is. I am an adjunct professor at Limestone. You are correct.
1: All right. Awesome. Well, uh, Josh Morton and Morty Height, thanks for being with us.
0: Absolutely.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But, yeah, so, oh, wow. yeah, it has I'm been. Here, We've I'm been looking double. forward to it. So, uh, you guys host the Tattoos and Jesus podcast. right? How, what kind of uh, brought that in?
0: Like, what, how did we get to it?
1: Yeah, like, what made y'all decide to do that?
0: It's kind of a weird story, to be honest, because most people don't realize, like, Josh and I have only known each other for about a year really uh right i mean most people are like dude it sounds like y'all have known each other a long time no we're just a match made in heaven is what it is yeah right (laughs) but but josh was in school and he needed some help with something and and we have a lot of mutual friends and they connected us and so we started hanging out and talking and we both were like we'd love to do a podcast and so it started as just a conversation in passing and in pretty short order turned into, let's do it, let's do a podcast. Um, and it just kind of snowballed from there. Yeah,
4: I think we wow. might have been That's a month really cool. in to no doing it for a
2: while.
0: Yeah.
4: That is
2: uh, crazy.
1: Over a year no. want-
0: oh.
1: Yeah. That sounds about I, right. I mean,
0: Josh, did, didn't we initially meet, like, last January-ish? each other. Well, it was, like,
4: December, like two December, ago, whatever. But then last January, we started meeting regularly yeah. every week. And then after meeting, <laughs> and we're talking about a month or two.
2: Mm-hmm. Started. That's a
3: collective right. a of amount of about eight, eight hours, hours of conversation, conversation together, one on one
4: when we, we started, started the podcast collectively. So wow, we <laughs> just uh, we just rolled with it. We both were like, that's "Yeah, sweet. I always wanted to that start a podcast."
2: So we did
1: it. Super easy. <laughs> <laughs> that's,
2: that's
3: that's awesome.
1: Yeah, that's similar to how it was with us. Like, we, like we've like we been friends, me and Daniel have been friends for, like, about three years now. But it, it was just something we talked about for a while. And, like, a couple other people have, like, said we should do something like that. But, honestly, we just kind of put it together one day. Well, and we, we just kind of got the hang of it. We've
3: known each other for three years, haven't we? Yeah, we've, we've
1: known each other for three years. Three we've been, been doing friends for, like,
3: podcast. two. Yeah. We've been friends for two. And then we started the podcast In almost April. a year ago. Did, but but it was crazy though because I like I mentioned it in October, of yeah. twenty, and then right up towards the end of March we were just like, hey, let's do something. And Did then-
0: people think you were crazy for doing a podcast? Because all of our friends, yes, yeah, thought that, we that were was, idiots.
2: Yeah.
3: yeah, well, I think that it
1: was that a lot of people, a lot of like people our didn't quite understand the concept of a podcast. Right. And then some other people just, like, wouldn't quite, like, take it seriously, I guess.
3: Well, there was two different, like, you're doing a podcast. So the first one for, like, the first three, four months was, y'all do a podcast? Yeah. And then kind of judgmental. And then now it's like, oh, really? Y'all do a podcast? It's yeah. like, like, really? You do that? Yeah. It's awesome, though, because love, love it.
0: I mean, I feel like since I've entered the podcasting world, just podcasts are taking off steadily.
1: Oh, oh yeah. my gosh, yes.
0: You know, yeah, and so people better, that right. have been doing them for a while are really reaping those benefits. But I even think, like you guys who've kind of been doing it for a while, you're still ahead of the game for people that are just not realizing how awesome the podcasting world is. Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. Well, it's super
1: like I almost think, and I think about like, you know, some like the big time podcast that's almost starting to take <laughs> over like uh, cable news in a way.
2: Mm-hmm. If you look yeah. at it,
1: like I know a lot of people, they kind of get the information off of podcasts, which is good sometimes and bad others. But at the same time, mm-hmm. the way that people, I guess, access information now has changed. So I think I think it's really cool. I think just having conversations too. I think it's like and just I think that's the whole point of the podcast is having a real conversation, like this, like just a real natural conversation yeah. that's not like scripted or anything, right? So I think that's what it's about.
3: But like also because. Camden knows I play golf all this week itself. I think I've walked 28 holes, yeah. and you know, just playing golf. Um, the last time I played, I was by myself, and I walked nine holes of golf, and I just listened to a podcast. And it was like it was awesome because it's almost like you feel like you're inside of it. Because I know a lot of people they listen to audiobooks and that kind of stuff, which I can I can see. But like I like listening to a podcast because it's kind of like a live conversation that you're listening to. Yeah. you kind of almost feel like you're a part of it. You know? it's
0: cool. Yeah, it's like a radio show, but just a little bit better.
1: That's exactly yeah, that's, what yeah, it's like. Exactly. That's yeah. what I've always said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you go I have a lot I of love it. Too. I love it. It's a great idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I love doing it. I love listening to you Like I was listening. My mom had never heard y'all. So we're on our way to a doctor's appointment this week, and I played the one I think it was two weeks ago with uh cannibalism and the Christian theology. <laughs> That's that how uh, got introduced why, why, why to it. That's that what I all, said. Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, no, I was you saying,
3: know, those those two go hand in hand." You
2: know, right? Exactly. But,
1: yeah, we'll listen to it and. Uh, my mom was like, you know, this? Uh, no, I told her, I was like, yeah, it's funny, but they're serious sometimes, too. It was yeah. really good.
3: That, that's like a perfect description of us, too, I feel like. Yeah. You know, like we're, it's funny, but sometimes we're serious.
1: I think it's serious and sometimes we're funny. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is, um. yeah. It's...
1: But it was wonderful. We were crying laughing. It was great.
0: Really, that's great. Did did so? Let me ask you this: is your is your mom in the event of a plane crash in the Andes Mountains in South America? Is she gonna eat somebody?
2: Uh, uh she was banned.
1: like, I bet, I bet she could be convinced to do so. Yeah, she could be persuaded. Okay, if if left to like her own devices, she could persuade herself to do that. I believe. I feel like
3: I would well. be the one to eat. You know?
1: Yeah, I could do it. And look, if Joe's leg. If Jerry's dead. Right. What's his leg? Like? You what, know. What, what's a Jerry's <laughs> like? I forgot you actually had a, like name.
2: a oh. name. I was like,
4: who is Jerry? But I forgot Martin <laughs> random yeah, guy at the middle of the podcast that we just devoured all the entire time. Yeah,
2: he's just,
3: he's standing in the corner right now, so
0: Oh yeah. Jerry.
3: No, but like oh, if it looks like a turkey oh, leg. Like, if it looks like a turkey leg of me, you know.
4: Oh yeah. yeah, I mean meat's meat, you know. It's probably some, there's probably some human flesh in some of these fast food restaurants. It is what it is.
3: I mean, but think yeah. about it. You know, food's food.
1: forties that's For- why they got <laughs> to
3: Put some, put some seasoning on it, and you know, I'll be, I'll A be now.
2: Pepper.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. man.
2: Yeah. Oh. Was after they,
4: we're definitely not gonna be allowed back on here from y'all's parents after they hear us convincing oh, no. them oh. slowly to start eating human Oh no. <laughs>
3: No, no. It's
1: like they just seem to be obsessed with cannibalism. I don't understand. <laughs> well, it's just the topic of the of the week that our minds were locked on. No, I like yeah. that. I think you, I think y'all should like. Yeah, I like it when you guys bounce around a little bit. But uh, one thing that you guys are all pretty consistent with is you guys are both walking and like counseling people in kind of whether it be drug and alcohol problems or whether it be mental, you know, mm-hmm. issues. Um, how did um, and I know. Especially with Marty, you know, with the psychology factor as well. How did that, um, with the, I guess, the counseling aspect of that, how did, uh, is that just something that you have, that has always been your clear choice, or what really made you feel called to do that? <clears throat>
0: um, <clears throat> no. Uh, so I actually, Josh, is your car binging? We're good. Uh, go, ahead. go ahead and tell. Go ahead and tell
4: how you you want to become a model or whatever. And you want to listen.
0: I'm not. Despite <laughs> my ravishing good looks, I would never planned on being a model. Yeah. Um, I actually set out to be a physical therapist. I was I was gonna be a physical therapist because my mom told me she goes, "You're like a really big, strong teddy bear." And so yeah. I was going to be a physical therapist, but I couldn't pass chemistry in college. And so uh-huh. I just changed majors to psychology because somebody else in my life said, hey, you're good at talking to people. You should be a counselor. I said, okay, let's roll with it and see what happens. Uh-huh. And here I am a, over that's a decade here. later.
1: Wow, oh, yeah. that's awesome. So is it almost like you have clients that come in and then you like – Counsel them a little bit. And then it's like sessions in a way.
4: Marty, you alive on there? I don't know what happened to him. Yeah. Marty. Is he okay? Yeah. Ain't no telling, but basically to answer your that's question, Cam, yeah, yeah, that's what he does. And so he comes in. So it's a it's a session based uh, atmosphere, one on one, about an hour a piece. Um, and then he also does some supervision, at vision. So he's the clinical supervisor there.
1: Okay. I think he's out of it. I think we just lost Morty. We'll have to get back on.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, he'll, he'll make it.
4: Yeah.
3: Cannibal might have eaten
1: him. Who knows?
4: Yeah, he probably. Yeah, he probably definitely. Uh, that would be a crazy story. you want to talk about a podcast hit, man? Y'all would be if that happened to Marty. Like yeah. live on on the yeah, podcast. Sure gonna... Oh Some
2: yeah, I no doubt. Hey, are we back?
1: Yeah, we yeah, we're back. back that was... We had a bit of a technical difficulty. Yeah, that was... That's it. No, that's all right. Yeah. But it saved whatever was before. So they yeah. talked probably
0: about Josh's it. fault to be honest. Yeah, yeah,
2: definitely.
1: Well, we we're saying you got eight, and so yeah.
0: yeah, I could hear you. I heard you guys accuse me of being eaten by cannibals. Well, I don't know.
3: Well, you know. So.
1: So you do have clients that you that come to you on like a weekly basis or however often, and you like counsel them in that way, correct? E- Hold on, did you send it to Josh as well. Okay, yeah, we're good. So, and you also teach as an adjunct professor at. What exactly does an adjunct professor mean, as opposed to something else?
3: Well, everybody, this is not going out the way that we hope. Hopefully this will fix itself.
1: Yeah, did you send it to Joe? Hello? We
3: all here?
1: There we go. Everybody's there now. Yeah, I am in here. We got job. All right,
4: Marty. Huh. Uh, oh Marty.
3: Marty's gone again.
4: It looks like it isn't cut out for us. Um, well Marty said he could hear us, but I don't know. Marty, is your phone is your microphone on?
3: I think he I, uh, so I think he's disconnected. Um See, I can. I think I can add them
1: though through here. Try that again, Joss. I'm sorry about this, man. You get it. Hey, look, I promise
4: you. I'm off. Marty doesn't have anybody till three, so y'all are good. We've already did our episode. This is so we usually record between one and three, but we did it early this week, so we we don't have anything. Oh, awesome. Let me see. Let me text him.
3: Well, I just invited. uh, Him to the call, which I think, as long as we can get something working out here,
0: we'll see what happens. We can
3: uh, get Marty to join
4: get back on. Yeah, you just re-asking about what,
0: he, what is...
1: Here we are. This is battle.
0: Are we here? Marty, There's your there.
4: microphone on. What you doing?
0: It was, it was on. I don't know what I'm doing.
4: <laughs> it's
1: all right. It happens. So, <clears throat> you were saying about how you do
0: counsel people yeah 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 well i spend about 30 hours a week counseling people one-on-one through whatever you know issues they're dealing with you know ranging from small to just devastating i mean it it varies and then about once a semester or once or twice a year i typically teach a class at limestone uh something you know related to the counseling profession something that i'm comfortable with You know, kind of give them a little help there.
1: Okay, so adjunct professor is like a guest professor in a way.
0: It's well, I guess what it means is I'm not full time. So adjunct just means part time. It's a fancy word for part time professor. You know, I kind of do it as they need it. I don't work at the school full time. It's not. It's just kind of
1: a side job. Okay,
0: Mm -hmm. I get that.
2: Yeah.
1: So. Obviously, during the course of the week, you have to kind of take on, you know, when you're counseling people with like those issues. So is that something that just you kind of develop after you decide you want to be a counselor?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's one of those things that nothing prepares you really for walking through life with people, you know, other than, yeah, we can learn things. My education educates me. But then experience, you know, it's kind of like in podcast world, your first podcast versus now, y'all are probably way better because of experience. And it's the same thing. I mean, you spend time with people and then you start to learn what helps, what doesn't help and like how to best help them through whatever they're facing. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, yeah,
1: that's deep. And are you able to like incorporate uh, or you like, do you like incorporate your faith at all into that or is that?
0: Yeah, I try to. Um, I have to be careful about that because, you know, there's a lot of people that faith has hurt them. Definitely. You know, or religion has hurt them. I'll say that. I don't think God's yeah. ever hurt anyone, but like, you know, religion, religious people. And so I try to be really respectful of where that person is, mm-hmm. but always aware of where like the Holy Spirit might be working. And I don't and I want to push on that button a little bit. I yeah. get
3: that completely because I mean me and Kevin have briefly talked about this but
2: mm-hmm.
3: you know I feel like a lot of churches are hypocritical and can really cause that wedge in between your relationship with God. And they right. feel like, I feel like a lot of them feel like they're you know doing what God wants them to do but they're never really doing it. Yeah you know, like, driving a wedge.
0: like I had an experience like that this morning actually where I really feel like God was present. Um, I was working with this woman who is pretty non-religious as a whole, but she's just having a really hard time. And I just felt really like, I felt like I needed to ask her. And so I just said, how, you know, I said, we have never really talked about your spiritual beliefs. I said, how does your spiritual beliefs influence this situation? And she said, it's really funny you asked me that because here recently I have felt really led to get back in church.
2: Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. like,
0: I really believe, like, the Holy Spirit used me to just touch on the topic. Like, I didn't like preach to her. I just asked her. I just literally asked her if her spiritual beliefs impacted it. But it seems like outside of our conversation, like, God's been putting other stuff in her life, and this was one more thing that I feel like is pushing her back to exploring her faith.
3: Yeah, I, I love that feeling. I don't, I love that feeling when you when you just you just ask somebody a question. And a lot of times, she, I feel like for me, I don't even feel led to ask that question. I just ask the question. It's yeah. like, you know, like, this, it, it sparked this whole new thing. It just makes you feel, like, so cool that you're part of that. Because, like, you had no idea what you were doing. It just ended up, you know, right. helping them. And that, that's what I like. I love that to hear, that you know, you help that person in that way. That's, that's amazing.
1: Yeah. Wow. So, and Josh, you know, you're walking. You walk, of course, with Tierney on the same office as Tierney, which is, you know, that's how, well, you and your friends with my brother, but other than that, so, and just kind of in that aspect of it, what does your kind of counseling schedule look like, and what does your job look like?
4: Um, First of all, you need to really push Tierney to come on one of these podcasts, because, we have I've asked that. her a hundred oh, yeah. times and she just wants, she just won't do it. I don't understand what it is. Yeah. So I'm calling her out right now on this one as well as ours. She's yeah. got to come mm-hmm. on and do a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, I feel
3: like she has such a like gift. She, there's no reason to just hide it, you know,
4: she's got to share it. She got to, she got to, but uh, no, it's kind of all over. I mean, as far as, you know, i have transitioning to being an adolescent counselor in the school district. So I'm, Oh. I'm mainly okay. at schools through the same agency um, when I can when I can get get kids at the school or if they come to my agency I'll either through the school or DJJ or something like that then I'll meet with them there so I'm one on one with a lot of teenagers um, and then I lead a group of men at night um, charged with domestic violence but the 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 issue is you know you don't get as much consistency in an appointment, so sometimes my schedule's wide open, and then sometimes i got uh they show up so uh like maybe the past couple of weeks, especially after a break they yeah. nobody really wants to show up after like a big Christmas break or New Year's or whatever, so I've been pretty open at work recently um and then you had the whole snow and everything but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's interesting to, to compare, like talking, I'm going to go work with Marty here in about a month. So I'll be switching over to envision with Marty. And just wow. the differences of, you know, that we've talked about, like, I never know if somebody's going to show up because I just, you know, they're not the most reliable people in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, but then there at Envision, like you usually have, what'd you say, Marty? How about, what percentage of your people show up?
0: Show up? Every week. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this week I had one person not show up. Not show up. Yeah. Out of what? 30? Out of, yeah, about
4: 27. 27. Wow. So, I'm a 50-50 chance. Usually I got 50% that come in, so... Um, there's a little difference in those two, two aspects of it. But Marty also worked in the drug and alcohol field at Cherokee County Drug and Alcohol. So he understands the, oh, okay. the struggle with that as well.
2: Mm-hmm. I get
1: that. But that's good. And are you able to, like, in that? Um, you know, I don't know if you know about the uh, panel at the high school in a couple of weeks, right? Yeah. You, yeah. So, like, uh, I've been, like, 'Cause I'm in Wada, you know, I've been working with like uh Tierney and some of the and some of them on that. And I was just sending her I, was, I emailed her some questions for the panel the other day. Mm-hmm. Like when I was when I, what I really wanna do is just like because like as a teenager, I am kinda out here seeing a lot of like problems. And like one one of my questions was, you know, it's all as awesome as it is that everyone is, you know, really trying to, you know, defeat this Really bad problem of drug and alcohol abuse we have in uh, Cherokee County, and especially even in the youth. Is, you know, in the youth, that's what we're doing in Florida. But when you also see such, you know, what I, I what I call you know a mental health crisis in youth in the county as well. So that's definitely something that that's that's personal for me that I'm that like I have like with what I am doing. With all, it's kind of wasted a lot of worms in my eyes about it too. You know what I'm saying?
4: Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty it's pretty rapid, um, and the way that it really starts out, you know, the whole vaping industry probably kicks off a lot of that. Just yeah. to, you know, just to lead you into the fact of you know, if you can use drugs, and that is accepted in your social space, because um, it's going to be hard for a kid to walk up and say, hey, you know. I smoked out a bowl or crack pipe, crack, crack pot, whatever. But if you can put it in a vape, then it doesn't really matter. Exactly. And the, yeah. the vaping, the vaping, um, aspect of it really adds a whole nother level to the use uh, or the use as aspect. Of it. And it's just, I don't know. I think it just takes off, and people don't really know what they're getting into half the time. And uh, but then there's a whole other aspect of it that y'all were talking and touched on as far as the mental health. Like there is a reason that that use continues. I mean, there's a reason yeah. they're just mm-hmm. making them feel a certain way. Um, and, and, and feeling that way, they feel better than they did currently. And so what's going on currently with you?
1: That's not making you feel good. Exactly. Um, and that's what my whole thing is. If we can eliminate, or maybe not eliminate, but if you can help that problem, I think the problem with, if you can help the, Reason of why they're doing that, I think the usage would go down a lot as well. I mean, that's probably sounds pretty simple, but yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, there's a, there's, that's definitely, definitely a, the, there's
4: definitely what draws them in. And then you have the whole physical aspects of, of drug use and the, <laughs> um, and how it, how it messes with your brain and your body and things like that. So both aspects are huge and, and having them hooked and addicted to continuing
1: to use. Yeah. Yeah but that is excellent we do need you know like we do we definitely do need counselors out here especially in the community that we live in that'll just talk to people so and that's that's just awesome mm-hmm. so how did you get into counseling in the first place Josh I don't think I asked you that
4: uh well probably just being friends with your brother honestly nah <laughs> um that's awesome. nah, so, so I started out at, I I kind of career hopped a little bit, and you know, a lot of people will go through this phase. But um, I started out working actually with Jordan at Connection, and then I went to Red Bull. I worked for Red Bull for a little bit, um, and then I went to Hammer Mills as a supervisor uh, in the textile industry for about four to five years, uh, working third shift and um, in the meal aspect of the textile mill. You know, the people in there, um, you know, they're 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 not in the best of of conditions as most people are. I mean, they're they live in uh, probably under the poverty line, or there's definite definite drug use going on. Um, and I found myself in my in my office uh, as a supervisor talking about their issues, problems, and and use uh, more than I actually was uh, running running the shift, which the shift pretty much ran itself because I think God blessed me with great employees, which is rare. Um, and so they had a lot of respect for me. I had a lot of respect for them because I showed that I cared. And so that kind of pushed me into realizing that I felt like God was leading me into the counseling field because I thoroughly looked forward to going into work on third at times um, to talk to them, just to see how their problems were, how how were, you know, how their, their issues and their relationships, you know, how were they doing with using. And so it kind of came natural as far as, what how I was led there and I remember reaching out to a guy's name is Chris Pollard I think Marty might know him he's a pastor at Journey Church and I reached out to him because he was a counselor and he became a pastor um, and I met him in passing and he always said that the reason he knew that he became a pastor was because everybody around him told him he was going to be one wow. and that's kind of how it was at the meal was everybody around me was telling me how good of a counselor I was. And that, that was my major um, at one point when I first started college with psychology. And so it just kind of pieced it all together. And then long story short, I ended up um, leaving the mill and getting into um, a methadone clinic and counseling and then uh, eventually drug and alcohol counseling because that's usually the first step in counseling and then going and starting my education at Liberty for – to be, become a professional counselor like Mr. Hyde is over here at Envision. So, yeah, um, mm-hmm. that's kind of the
1: long story short for me. That's awesome. I love when God will like set you up for something. And, like, when, like, obviously that was his calling for you, but when he allows you to come to it just so naturally and just through life situations, that's just, that's really nice. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. yeah. It gives
1: you a lot of confidence in your decision making, too
4: because um, it was a big jump just to change from uh, – financially it was just a big jump just to change from where I was to counseling. But when God kind of gives you that natural confidence in what you're doing, it's, 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 it's okay. It's okay to just make that leap because of all the – like you said, all the events that led into that um, just brought about a bunch of, of confident building aspects to the, to the faith portion of taking that leap. So that was that was a huge part of it.
1: Wow, it's really nice. And um, so as you are continuing to kind of make that, you know, impact on the community, would you say that um, it's usually a good response to it to the to the to the council?
4: As far as drugs and alcohol go, and just trying to do something, um, I mean, everybody's gonna say yeah. It's not. It's not like a. Like if you ask people, it's like, oh, man, you you know, you're doing you're doing a lot. You're really getting out there. Um, You know, it's really making it. But to the people who are actually receiving the counseling, the littlest impacts are huge impacts for them Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of stuff that goes into addictions. And so when you have somebody that cares, that sits across from you, that's asking you about these deep, deep issues, that, in itself is is the impact more than seeing people, I guess kind of like pat you on the back about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's more of the impact that you're that you're making with the person that's sitting across from you more than getting getting recognized by the community. And so I think that's really what drives the drug and alcohol agency more than anything is the love and the care they have for the clients more than what. Uh, any recognition that we could get from the community. Because, I mean, obviously, it does make an impact in the community when you can help somebody like that. But at the same time, um, there's so much that it can feel overwhelming um, and feel like you're fighting a losing battle a lot of times because, you know, you have so much that goes into it, like relapse or going back into the same environment because your environment plays a lot into that. And Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah.
4: But when you can just focus in on – on the person in front of you making an impact for them and caring for them, then it makes it, it makes it worth it in the end with all the struggles.
2: Oh yeah.
3: yeah. And one thing that kind of caught my eye was um, you said environment and kind of being in the environment they're in. Um, me and Cameron, uh, we're both homeschooled and Cameron's been homeschooled for four years now. Yeah. Four years. And I just started this year, but you're a hundred percent right about the environment thing because you know, a lot of uh, problems that was going on with me was, A lot of it was from public school, really, in my opinion, you know, because the school had a really big vaping problem and all this stuff. And, you know, you can kind of see how it kind of wraps you in, you know, because just I was just because I was in a bathroom with other people doing it. They got they kind of accused me and kind of searched everything. And it was just like a big thing that the environment you're in really can affect you a lot. And honestly, that I don't have any more problems being around that kind of thing now that I'm homeschooled, really.
2: That's good. Yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah, the environment. And me and Marty's talked about this. I think this was, I mean, that's probably at the beginning of our podcast, wasn't it, Marty? We talked about the, the TED Talk video. Mm. Uh, Marty, you you alive over there? Um, anyway, but there's a there's a TED talk video that y'all should look up and it's uh, everything that we knew about addiction is wrong. This is what the name of it is. And I think both of you would uh, both of you would enjoy that because it's really um, it's really eye opening the evidence and the stats he brings about how much your environment affects who you are, your use, especially when it comes to drug use um, and, you know, what all. Entails in that video. I'm not gonna go through the whole video, but y'all should, y'all and anybody who's listening should check out that video because this it's really eye-opening and you understand
2: mm-hmm,
4: how much your environment plays into who you are and, and the choices you make. And um, it's it's a it's a very good video. It's, it's what I've I've based a lot of my my counseling work and addictions in on is is you know people, places, and things is what everybody says in the addiction field. So
3: yeah, yeah, and that definitely I think comes into play a lot with. You know, your childhood, you know, if your your parents are on any kind of drugs or drinking a lot of alcohol or whatever, I feel like the, number one, that really affects you in multiple ways. And number two, I feel like, you know, when they're kind of intoxicated or, in, you know, not in their right mind, they'll allow their kids to do a lot of things that they shouldn't do. And they number one, they lose their parent aspect. But number two, I feel like that child feels not loved. They feel like mm-hmm. their parent loves alcohol and drugs way more than they love their kid and that just kind of causes you know that causes the kid to just want to do that the same and just feel that love you know Just they replace that love with something that's awful and that just becomes a bad addiction
0: can you hear me yeah Yeah. All right. so I I could hear y'all talking Uh, I don't know what was going on with my microphone but uh, you know talking about that environment and how things influence I'll give you an example like My son is adopted. Both of my sons are adopted. And when my oldest son came to live with us, uh, his grades were not very good. Like he was struggling to even pass, you know, Mm -hmm. to the point that I, I remember him telling me that he thought he was stupid. Right. And so then he comes to live with me. And for the first time in his life, he had a place to sleep every night. He had food in his belly. He had a, you know, he had a roof over his head. You know, he had love and support. And by the end of the year that he came to live with us, when he tested, he tested in the 95th percentile of the state with straight A's.
1: Wow. Wow. That's incredible. And
0: and we did nothing like we did not we didn't tutor him or nothing. It's just literally the potential that was always inside of him was able to come out when he didn't have to just work on surviving every single day.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: yeah, you know the world around you plays a tremendous impact right like you can't grow a seed that's not in the right kind of dirt that's not being fertilized right so you can have the most yeah. potential in the world but if you're not in a position for that potential to come forward then it's just going to die yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. You're yeah exactly right what you what you a lot of times you have to be put in the right situation for your kind of inner potential to kind of mm-hmm. pushing it away right
3: mm-hmm. definitely yeah
1: but, yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. It's definitely, I don't know, there's wonderful work to be done out there, I think. And, uh, wow, that's just great. I think, but I can tell you, I, even for, like, myself, because, like, I have a problem where I can't, I, I, it, it's hard for me to, like, just kind of, sometimes I get to the point where I can't just, like, calm down and just kind of look at situate situation. Like, I get distracted easily. So one thing with me being homeschooled is that, like, plus I have, like, I have bad, school situation to begin with just like social issues but if you look at um you take that aspect away of like having to deal with like the social issues or like just that feeling and you're able to just kind of focus academically uh my grades did get better but also when I was also kind of able to like choose who I was around with better like like in school you can only kind of choose who you're around with to a certain extent so it's like even if like someone didn't like me I still kind of had to be around them a lot of times which you know that's poor to life but at the same time it just really wasn't healthy but you can see where it if you take away the negative aspect and you just kind of allow yourself to just perform solely on what you need to i feel like you can see your full potential on that subject better Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense yeah absolutely yeah
3: yeah and i feel like um you know, as we're talking about, because we're both homeschooled, you know, the environment that we're kind of around is, you know, an amazing environment that allows us to kind of open our eyes and let go. And, And I feel like with, you know, school, I feel like we should bring this to public school. Like this is something that is, you know, I love it, but I'm not seeing that a lot of kids in public school get the, like Kim was saying, you know, pick through their around and that kind of stuff. It gets kind of all jumbled together. And I feel like we should kind of, you know, I guess, I don't know what the solution would be, but I feel like, you know, we should change the environment around public schools.
4: What is there anything about the public schools – so if when you say change the public schools, how would what would, what's some ideas that y'all got? Like it, when, when y'all are talking about that.
3: Like well, you know, what? Like, I feel that there's just personally from my experience, there's too many teachers that want to have a specific student always. By that I mean they they test and they teach for a specific student, but not every student's like that. You know what I'm saying and. That kind of that can affect a student badly, honestly, and it can it can hurt that student a lot. Just kind of my opinion.
1: I think public education kind of has this one size fits all mentality for students, and then I think the reason that a lot of students struggle is because if they don't fit that size, it doesn't necessarily mean like Morty, I don't know. I think we just added him on. I think we lost him again. And we added him, but I don't know if he can hear us. But just like he we was talking about his son, you know, all it took was for something to happen. That he was able to perform at his true potential and like i think with a lot of kids it's not that they're necessarily bad students it's just that they don't quite fit along with the lines of what the school i guess of what public education as more of an establishment expects from them if that makes Mm -hmm. sense and maybe that's why they don't perform the best a lot of times Mm
2: -hmm.
4: yeah no that makes that makes perfect sense i was having a conversation the other day actually about about this when it comes to like the disciplinary aspects of school systems um, specifically you know when it comes to like vaping or drugs and alcohol um, you know suspensions and things like that we've had discussions with the schools and the school boards and people know this it's just figuring out what the best route is but you know you think about a certain student when you make these these disciplinary actions and a lot of times it's not the student that's most likely to get caught. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you make the disciplinary actions for a, for the, with a the student in mind that might be a good student, but may just get caught one day vaping where suspensions matter, where their yeah. parents care if they're suspended or not. But at the same time, you can have these students who are going to be the, of the majority, they're going to get caught and go through this disciplinary process where suspension is really is just elevating the issue because you're giving them free reign to kind of just do whatever because their parents might not care or their families might not care um, yeah. Yeah. if they're suspended or not, including themselves. And so you have you kind of have to adjust to see what the majority is, and it's not one-size-fits-all, like y'all said. And I think that's a, that's a good point. It's a good point to, to point out when it comes to the school system.
3: Yeah, and that's, that's something awesome about, you know, saying that <laughs> – that, you know, disciplinary actions, you can you can actually give the kid what it wants by, you know, discipline them by sending them home just to mm-hmm. go off and do it more. But I feel like also one of the most, um, and I think I kind of covered this a little bit earlier about we have to make sure that the kids love before they replace it with something that when they replace it with a vape or they replace it with alcohol. You know, I feel like to show that you care because when I know this personally, when they were kind of checking through my stuff and kind of interrogating me, it, I guess, you know, I didn't feel loved or that they cared at all. I just felt that they were, I don't want to say harassed, but like, you know, kind of
1: almost like the police.
3: Oh yeah. Almost like the police. They were there all up in my face. Kind of, you know, you did this, you did this, you did this instead of, you know, saying, Hey, this is something wrong, but we need to fix it. You know, because All I think when I hear somebody yelling at me and, um, you know, all I hear somebody yelling at me and yelling at me about something that they think I did, even though I didn't, I don't feel that they care about me. I feel they just want to figure out if I have anything. And that's, um, Mm -hmm. I know, even though I wasn't doing anything in the bathroom, obviously, but, you know, them thinking I did, they didn't care at all. That's kind of what I felt. And if Mm. they give that same aspect the kids that are doing it and doing it heavily, they're Mm. just going to want to do it even more because they feel even less loved.
0: And I think like as a whole, I would say most people in education would agree Mm. that education is broken in many ways.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: But it seems so big of a task that is overwhelming. There's no answers that they know to be true. And it's like The money isn't there to make it happen, and so they just keep going
1: the way it is. Mm -hmm. Definitely, that's what it is. People kind of get settled, and that's just the way it is. Yeah, a lot of times instead of just making a change, which I feel like can be dangerous in a lot of different situations in a lot of different communities. Like almost, I feel like that's how kind of people look at the community as a whole sometimes. Yeah,
0: I mean a lot of. I mean it's easy to get burnout and to just just quit
1: trying. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: But yeah, I get that. So, um, if I could switch over a little bit now, when you're talking about, uh, also just in a, both of you guys can hear me now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Awesome. Good. So when you were talking about, uh, the podcast in the beginning, one thing that you mm-hmm. guys do on your podcast is your weekly, uh, coffee review or whatever. Mm, yes. Yeah. So I'm guessing both of you guys are into, uh, coffee, obviously. So what kind of what goes into that? Because one of our sponsors is actually a local coffee shop in Black Wiseville. So I don't know if you've ever been down there. But, uh, yeah, so what kind of went in for that?
4: Uh, I mean, I really don't know. I don't know if Marty could give a better answer. I'm not real sure. How did we even, like, piece together coffee reviews? Like, was it just something we wanted to do with it? Cause you weren't like, a, I mean, you drank coffee, but weren't like a huge, huge,
1: like avid coffee guy.
3: I think, um,
1: oh, did I leave? don't have to put them back. We just lost them.
3: I but, actually, actually uh, have a question, um, on coffee while we're inviting them back. Josh, what is your favorite coffee? Yeah. That's what you kind of like go to go drink?
4: Like every day or and as just all together,
3: just every day. What do you like to drink?
4: Whatever work provides, I pay for it. But if I had to pick, um, me and my wife like to drink kind of uh, probably like a medium, medium to dark, medium to dark roast of whatever we got in the cabinet at the time. I mean, Mm -hmm. um, I got about, apparently looking at it because I'm at my house, but I got about like probably about 10 different coffee bags and we just... You know, we just go with whatever, whatever we like as far as just like a medium, um, medium dark roast. which you don't, that you don't have to add a lot of creamer, flavored creamer too. Yeah. I don't really like flavored creamer. I just like coffee, a little bit of sugar, and I'm good to go. All um, right,
0: can you hear? Can you hear me? I yeah, yeah, we're
2: back. Listen,
0: all right. I heard Josh run in his mouth a minute ago.
4: First
0: um, of all, it was true. You weren't. You're not like a huge. Well, that I was about to say. Start? Our our coffee reviews are pretty much a scam is really what it comes down to <laughs> yeah. because I, I have never been a coffee drinker. i got, I started drinking coffee at my last job just cause it was right outside my door. Like for the most part, like truly doing this podcast has changed me. But if you talk to me a year from now, I would a year ago, I would have said coffee tastes like coffee. Mm-hmm. Like Josh has a much greater understanding of the nuance and the taste of coffee than I ever did. Now, I will say, now having drank like 35 different coffees in the last six months, I have grown to have a much greater understanding. But generally speaking, I am as frou-frou of a coffee drinker as it comes that if it was up to me, it would have like sugar and cream in it and it would be borderline dessert.
2: Yeah, that's okay. all. That's how yeah. that's, how, that's like
3: exactly to... how my aunt is. That's the difference between my aunt and my mom. Well, they're, t- and, they're twins. And me and your aunt,
0: aunt are right on track with each other.
3: My yeah. my aunt has a sign actually in her kitchen that says, I don't like coffee, I like creamer. And I look at it and I hate it because honestly, every morning that I drink coffee, I have two different things that I drink. Number one, if I'm drinking hot coffee, I drink a Starbucks Christmas blend with Two packs of stevia or just a dark roast. Um, and that's what I drink. Or I have a Grande Vanilla Sweet Cream Cold Brew from Starbucks.
2: Dang! Like
3: five pumps of vanilla and like yeah. something else. It's like thirty words long, but it's awesome.
0: That's, that's not coffee.
3: It is coffee. It is yeah.
4: It's it's like it's like borderline coffee, borderline. Milkshake, like it's 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 more. It's of, if of, I'm gonna
3: have a dessert, if I'm gonna if I'm feeling good about it, and I'm gonna get a, the classic almond croissant or a sugar plum Danish from Starbucks, I'm gonna get that with it. But if I'm just if it's the morning and I'm trying to just drink a coffee, I'll get a dark roast or a Christmas blend with two packs of stevia.
0: I um my favorite drink is like a uh, a hot like frappuccino.
3: Oh wow.
0: Or a cappuccino, whatever the hot one is. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah cappuccino. Like something sweet, like a, a white chocolate or a caramel cappuccino or something. That's probably my if if it didn't have like eight thousand calories in it, that yeah. would be my go to every day.
2: That's that's
3: what, what Camden loves. He loves that. But yeah. I, I like the stronger stuff. It's kind
0: of now who yeah. likes the
4: flesh market? I like. I go to the fresh market pretty. Okay. I'm not as
1: regular because my wife gets home to me a little bit, but I, I'm. I like the fresh market. That's not Okay. I, I knew it was one of you really likes the fresh market
2: Christmas. I love, yeah. I nice love the, fresh,
1: the fresh market Christmas blend is probably the the best of the best. I yeah. know. Uh, I know.
4: Uh, Daniel said Starbucks Christmas, but if you've tried the fresh market Christmas, it's it's
1: up I'm there. Perfect.
3: I haven't, but I love. I love everything that comes from the fresh market. Oh yeah. yeah
1: we my I mom. And, hey, we go once a year. And our whole thing is you got to get the we, – we get enough to stock up a little bit, but we love yeah.
2: it. Yeah. So, it's delicious.
0: Did I did you guys hear on the show a couple weeks ago what happened when I tried to finish my Christmas
1: blend? I, uh, I, I do. Actually, I think I listened. I don't know if I finished that episode. I'm probably saying that, though.
0: Can you? I stinking sucked a bug down my throat. Oh, yeah,
3: the stink bug. <laughs> no, the stink awful. bug. That's, that's, I hate to laugh, but that, that's all. Yeah.
0: You laugh at it. (laughs) I'm still traumatized
1: from that experience. Okay, my mom had a theory. And I had a theory too. She thinks what happened was you left it at... And because the hole in the coffee was just so perfect, she thinks that... Or we think that a sink bug just kind of manifested to come in there and then was just kind of stuck for a little bit. Or maybe because it was so old, it just kind of happened. Here's... At the, end of the, at the end of the day, a bug ended up
0: in my mouth and yes. I nearly vomited on the patient in front of me. That's the moral of the story. That's, um,
3: wow. Yeah. At that's... least it wasn't
0: a thousand just coming out of your mouth. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah that
4: would, yeah, that would, that would suck. To, to be honest, you probably just weren't paying attention and it was crawling on you the whole time and crawled into your cup and you didn't even realize it.
0: That's oh. also a strong possibility.
3: No, but I, I um, I listened to one of them on the way to the golf course, so I don't remember, I can't remember, uh, who it was, but you had a bang energy in your truck or car.
0: Josh, and... that's Josh. Yeah, I drink, yeah.
3: So, it what exploded?
4: exactly happened there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I'm I'm driving home, and I'm trying to hurry because I'm trying to get home so I can record the podcast with Marty. Um, and I have a bang – either one of y'all have y'all, – I mean, you've seen the bang cams, right? I mean, they're like yeah, found- paper yeah, thin.
3: I've tried it. It's yeah,
4: they're, they're Yeah, they're paper thin. And so I'm driving my car, and it's in the floorboard next to me. And I take a turn. Um, off 29 to go to Highway 9. And all of a sudden, it was just like a huge, just like, and all of this like liquid, there's a big pop, and then all of this liquid inside of my car shoots across my face and hits my, my driver window, my windshield, my steering wheel, all over my radio. Oh. And my first thought was... Somebody threw something to my windshield was my first thought. Yeah. And That's your first then, thought? Well, I, I mean, you don't know. You just hear a bang, and then you just see all this stuff. And then, like, after I smelled it, I realized what had happened because it, it's a distinct smell. I don't remember which one it was. but Yeah. Um, and I and I, I looked down at my floorboard, and the bang had rolled into the bottom of the seat and just exploded oh all over my car God. on the way home. And it just so happened that that was the aliens episode that me and Marty recorded when I got home. Yeah. So it just oh, yeah. added to the whole effect of the episode um, when we
0: started recording. But listen, I, I have a question.
2: Yeah.
0: And this is for Camden and Daniel. Do you guys know how to ride a bicycle? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Really? Yeah. You
4: really, you really going to say that? Mar- really? does? Okay.
0: Josh it's doesn't know done. how to ride a bicycle.
4: Oh, oh my goodness! Uh, okay. Um, wow. Just wow. wow we we just to, we just what's gonna happen. I feel like I'm talking to your brother now. Like, there's no need. <laughs> just there's no on. need to do this. Yeah, you're. I mean, yeah. Jordan's always made fun of me for it. So you can yeah.
1: just I can't call off and of mention that to me.
4: He he. Actually, funny story. He actually. There's one time in my life, I was a 22 year old male, full grown six foot one, whatever it is, 220 pounds. And Jordan is trying to teach me how to ride a bike in the middle of the road. Like I'm a baby
2: kid. And he has
4: has his hand on my back and he's holding me up on the bicycle, like pushing me down the road and like coaching me on how to, to balance and to, and to pedal at the same time. Oh and so goodness. it's just like these two grown, grown men man. are just going down the road. And one is like, like I'm a little child, like trying to teach me how to ride a bike to the point to where he forgot how big I was. And so when he went to let <laughs> me go, I started to kind of tilt to the left. And he tried <laughs> to grab me as I was a child and we ended up both just toppling over the bike into the grass and got our knees cut up and everything, oh, and then we stopped.
3: I don't, I don't think about how odd that is. I think about the people that witnessed this.
0: I would have yeah. paid $20 to witness this.
3: I would, I th- yes, I would have I. Would I, have I
0: think, I think, I'm
4: not entirely sure since he got a new phone. Jordan used to have a video of it.
0: Wow.
2: Well, he used to have
3: that. a
0: video of it, but I, I'm not entirely sure. I tell you Listen, what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need, talk to
3: Jordan. I'm gonna and, need somebody yeah. to
0: get a hold of that video for our TikTok
1: account. I wait. You guys have a TikTok, a Tattoos and Jesus TikTok account?
0: Yeah, That's, yeah. Marty, mm-hmm. Marty started one. It's very, um, it's also. very introductory. Don't judge us on it.
3: Well, I think you know, I I will interrogate Jordan and I know I, I will threaten him with the people.
2: Oh, he would, he, will gladly, crash,
3: and I tell he will him, gladly
4: he will gladly give you the video yeah. if he's got if, it if he, he will what, gladly send it to you
3: if he doesn't I'll threaten him with the people from that plane crash too.
4: but don't don't let him get off the hook because I told him I was going to tell this story on here
2: oh yeah that,
4: that yeah. when you were younger Candon, he used to tie a <laughs> what I called him one time he had he sent a video of you running around the yard with like a golf cart tire on your back training what? you to go play football one day. Heck like yeah. he oh used to play. God. He tied like around your waist a tire what? and he would just get you to run around the yard. Like he was training you to be an offensive lineman. like was. And I'm, I was like, Jordan, I'm pretty sure that's close to child
1: abuse. Uh, you may I be arrested. I remember that. I think I somewhat remember that. I know we would do that all the time. I don't remember the golf court, Kyle, but that sounds like something that would happen totally.
4: Yeah. It might be. You might be traumatized. You might have blocked that in your mind by math. That, um, well, that Yeah. So be careful with him.
1: Yeah. I was going to ask, but I wanted to make sure that before we got to the end of the, that, I did ask what was the most famous, I mean, the most, the funniest Jordan Clark story. Because you've had several mentions of him on the podcast, on your podcast.
4: But yeah. Yeah, he's That's- there's a lot. There's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot that goes into it. I mean, I've known Doran for about fifteen years, so there's a lot of stories that uh flow through my mind. Um I know one time we uh after after school one day, we went to McDonald's and they had just released a fifty piece McNugget. And we went there and we we're like, all right, we're gonna eat the whole thing. Oh, yeah. So we pull up and uh, we're sitting there in the water, and and we're just like, yeah. Can we get the fifty fifty piece McNugget? And they're like, yeah, 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 sure, no problem, no problem. And knowing and Jordan, you know, she she keeps talking to him, and then she's like, you want to add like a gallon of tea with that? I mean, y'all. And he was like, yeah, 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 go ahead, go ahead and add it. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then he she was like, you want two fries? Yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead, oh, you my put God. two fries on there. You put two fries. She's like, we got a special right now, two cookies for I said, Yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. So by the <laughs> end of it, I mean, the order was probably about $75 at McDonald's. Oh and we probably had like $5 to our name. So he probably charges on a credit card or something. Yeah. But um, we ate all of it at like four. Well, then we come back late that night at like nine or 10, same McDonald's, and order another 50 piece. <laughs> <laughs> and they recognized us. <laughs> they were like, uh, didn't y'all just come through here not long ago? And we were like, uh, yeah, we got hungry. She said, y'all still want those two two cookies? We are like, yeah, yeah, you go ahead and add those cookies. We're good. Yeah, you go ahead and add that on there. So we ate 100 McNuggets within about five hours and literally felt like oh you were talking about is, death. Did y'all not get sick? I probably would have had
1: – it's probably healthier to eat Jerry's leg than to eat that many chicken nuggets
2: at McDonald's. I know, Jerry's leg probably
3: would have.
1: That is hilarious. I can't believe – because cause when, I, when I did – because I know, I was just thinking. I was like, okay, that's probably – this was in high school, so this is probably football play all, training Yeah, all the time, Jordan. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. That was – that was it. I mean, there was, just,
4: there was just a lot that goes through the mind, but that one sticks out just because it was definitely it was in the early days of, of Jordan and Josh. But yeah,
1: so do you and Marty do y'all hang out a good bit? Uh,
4: I mean, we've went, we've hung out before, like outside of work. Yeah, um, but I mean, we talk pretty regularly. So, um, um funny like, I th- here we go.
0: I think we have hung out two times outside of the podcast itself. Like, Mm -hmm. Josh and his wife came over for dinner with me and my wife a few weeks ago. We hung out and played games. And then Josh and I got together over the Christmas break to kind of strategize what we wanted, you know, Tattoos and Jesus to look like this year. Yeah. But other than that, we haven't. I mean, we both are busy. Like, we both stay busy. It's not that we don't like each other. Like, we probably text back and forth. Every hour to two hours every day, that's awesome. Yeah, like wow. so, there's like a constant conversation going on. Yeah, as it relates to the podcast, you know, because here's the reality: like, I gotta. Josh is an idiot, but he's a really smart idiot. Yes, yes. right. And so, <laughs> I can I can tell you that ninety five percent of the topics that we discuss come from Josh. Really? Well, he. Yeah has this incredible ability to be like, hey, I've been chewing on this thought this week. Let's do it on the podcast. And yeah. so I'm pretty good at running my mouth, but he's really good at coming up with like the starter questions that lead to discussions.
1: Yeah, totally. Mm. I usually try to like. Um, well, he said, oh, yeah, I'm like, like he was just saying, well, I would be who would you say I am? Of the podcast. Oh, Josh. You, okay, I'm the Josh, and you would be the Marty? Yeah. Definitely. All right, I get that. I can see that totally, actually. But, um. Yeah, Marty clears up everything. Yeah. My, 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 my thoughts are very jumbled
4: when it comes to things, and, like, I can have the thoughts. So, Marty will, Marty will be in a session, one session for an hour, and I'm sure he, like, looks down at his phone after that session, and
0: there's about three questions that I've already asked him back to back to back. All the time. All oh like God. I have a I have an Apple Watch,
2: yeah.
0: And when I look, so funny, funny story. You know how you can put like profile pictures on your Apple Watch, f- yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. can see the pictures. Well, my picture for Josh is a bicycle. <laughs> Are you
4: serious?
2: <laughs> that is, well, amazing. <laughs>
0: I did a, not know that. <laughs> <laughs> so I just like, found that out. All day long, my wrist will. Josh texts me more than my own wife does. Oh my goodness. So, Every there's I'm constantly looking down and it'll be a little bicycle popping up. Little bicycle popping
1: up. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's hilarious. I, I stay
4: I stay in, in constant communication pretty much all the time. Like there's like two group texts I text in Marty, uh my wife when she's not busy at school. Like there's I, I stay pretty active when it comes to conversations, but yeah. definitely oh, didn't thanks. know. Marty's uh, profile picture for me was a bicycle, but that's good to.
2: That's I guess
4: that's good cool. to yeah. find out now. That's but, awesome. That's cool. um, yeah, we'll see.
1: Yeah, I love it. That's definitely like, like if we text, uh, me and Daniel, me and Marty, anytime. But sometimes we just like send me something that's like funny, and we have so many inside jokes, of like two to three years of Inside jokery that we will just like, we can have a whole conversation about something random and like no one else would understand, but we get it. Right.
4: Yeah. yeah. That's, that's kind of me and Marty's getting there to that point. Me and, um, me and a lot of our, so a lot of people that you probably like saw growing up, like me and Jordan are like that a lot. Me and Brent, like there's, we got like a group that That's You right. can say yeah. one word. And it brings up a whole conversation. And so, like, we, we all get together. Like, when our wives are there, they always say, like, we don't even try to attempt to understand what y'all are talking about. Because we could say, like, <laughs> one phrase or one word, and everybody start busting out laughing because it connects to, like, a previous, like, inside joke or story or whatever yeah. it is. And then that, that just sends all of us back into – into the story, and we actually, I, I do this, uh, I do this every year now. We have a huge group text from everybody from high school and college. There's about, it's probably about twelve of us in there, and every year during March Madness, because we've known each other for so long, we have what's called an inside joke bracket, and so there, everybody sends in like their favorite inside jokes, and you we match them up to the teams of march madness so like (laughs) and so the winner of the march madness is connected to an inside joke and so that will be the name of our group text for the whole year until the next march madness and so we have this whole whole thing and i mean it's easy to come up. that
0: seems complicated
4: it can be, but once you already have all your jokes, like we have we have way more than like 60 something inside jokes. And so we have we usually have the same ones every year. We'll add a couple if we got a new, a new, yeah. book, but all you gotta do is draw. I mean, you just sit there and you just draw. All right, you just go down the line. Number one teams duke draw an inside joke. Inside joke is Leroy Jenkins. All right, boom, Leroy Jenkins, number one. And then you just keep going down. And then by the end of it, whoever wins, you know, everybody picks. Everybody picks one to pull for, and I just update it uh, every week, um, and just like kind of like a like a March Madness thing. Like we got Leroy Jen- Jenkins facing off against six two this week in a battle of you know, just something stupid.
1: But that is hilariously genius. That's my description of that. We need, we should
0: try something. Let's not use the word genius and Josh in the same sentence.
4: (laughs) That's the truth. That's the truth. Uh, Yeah. So you just go with smart idiot.
1: Yeah. That's a smart idiot. Okay. That is is a smart
4: idiot.
0: idiot. I got to give the man credit. He's, he's good, but he hides it well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. So, as you know, when you look at different things that are like, go into the podcast. You said Josh does most of the he comes up with most of the topics. Yeah. So how did uh the name like is that just kind of tattoos and cheese? How does how did that I'm I'm guessing I know I'm I'm gonna take that claim to Marty. that one. Marty. Okay. I think yeah. that was
4: the first name Marty I think it was the first yes. name period.
0: And it just kind of stuck, didn't it?
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: So we were we were talking, uh, so like Josh and I both have tattoos. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so we both, like our faith is really important to us. And we both really also appreciate tattoos, which like traditional Christian communities don't seem like they should go together. Yes. And so we kind of wanted the the show to be this like a little bit of this irony of we want to talk about things like we are both people of faith and we want like there to be important spiritual related matters, but also for it to be a little bit, there's some irony there or even taboo things can be talked about things that may make us uncomfortable or maybe people of faith, but not our faith. Or so I feel like there's just a lot of things kind of wrapped up in that where it represents kind of who we are. But also, we want the show to be this like mixture of of the righteous and the taboo at the same time.
1: See, that is really wow. That actually kind of hit kind of powerful for me because wow, that's that's almost like what we try to do here, and maybe not even on the podcast, but just kind of in our lives, what we try to show. Because you're right, you know, that is kind of something that's a little bit unconventional, or that might even be taboo. But when you see I don't know. I just love that. I think that's a great way to incorporate, you know, conversations because exactly. You do want to be, you know, committed in your faith and you do want to bring that on the podcast, I'm sure. But also by bringing those little, I guess, kind of increments of just kind of topics that might not be so comfortable with everybody, but in a good way, uncomfortable. Yeah, that's awesome. That's that Mm -hmm. that really is awesome.
0: And that's the thing. Like when we say taboo, I mean, sometimes we talk about stupid stuff. That's kind of ridiculous, but it's more of a like, let's have let's talk about some hard things, or let's talk about things that are maybe not make us comfortable, or they may stretch us spiritually, yeah, or just stretch us personally. Not necessarily taboo, as in like dirty or nasty or inappropriate, right? Like, we try to keep a very clean show, but it's more of like the things that probably everybody thinks
1: about, but not a lot of people are talking about. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I get it, it's definitely. And like even like I can't remember it was I think it might have been last week's episode about finding yourself or or like the uh, problem with finding yourself or whatever that was really really good, and I found that I like the way you incorporate, just you know because a lot of times it does as, and I bet with your with both of your profession as professional counselors I bet it does get to where you kind of have those moments of addressing you know mental issues or spiritual issues or just just you know trying to live the best life you could but also to have you know the funny stuff whether it be you're talking about football you know i know uh josh is a chargers fan mm. and uh or cannibalism or music or whatever it could be but that's kind of what we do here because we like to talk about our whole thing at going places is we want to support conversations about that people our age maybe aren't having aren't having to maybe enlighten them a little bit well and ultimately propel them because they all kind of the next generation of society. But we also, we just have so much fun just chopping it up, too. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Like, uh, you know, we had a podcast a a couple weeks ago on um, the JFK assassination. And, I I mean, I wouldn't call myself a conspiracy theorist, but, like, I I like diving into that kind of stuff. And that was just, it was so much fun to just kind of get into that, just, like, all the similarities and Everything yeah. that has to kinda of go with that. That was just awesome.
1: And then we were talking last week we had a pretty deep episode with we had a uh, John Drival who's uh an author and a speaker on the podcast on all that. And he was on we'll just he's also a pastor and we'll just talk about, you know, faith and we were talking about some social issues. We'll just but at the same time we like to incorporate all those things to make the best of both worlds into however many minutes the podcast is, of just really just helping you, whether it you know bringing positive energy into your life or just maybe learning something from somebody you wouldn't think you would learn from. Yeah. Yeah. that's Good. Keep, keep that up for sure. Because I think it's,
4: I think it's rare, but it's especially rare with your age group to do, well, maybe not as much, but it's still rare to, to want to have conversations like that and to get out there and talk to people that are outside your realm of, social comfortability or social um status or whatever it may be. Uh I mean it's just I mean it's exactly what you know, to, to relate to the Christian faith, it's exactly what Jesus did. Yeah. You know, yeah. he came down to the earth to to hang out with us. I mean not hang out, but I mean he was on a throne. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. And, yeah. Hang I out. mean he, he didn't have to yeah. to come down and, and meet us where we were but uh we won't go fifteen feet to our neighbor's house to ask how they're doing. So wow um you yeah. know it's, it definitely keep that up for
1: for y'all yeah push that in there yeah so also something we would like to do is as we're starting to you know get to where we're wrapping it up our uh we are going to give a quick shout out to our sponsors one which is Wise Cafe on 113 North Shelby Street but you can also check out their menu on wisefirecafe.com but since both of you guys or coffee drinkers, uh we are wanting to send you uh ten dollar wise file gift cards. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Oh nice. Appreciate so, that. I don't know. Y'all are awesome.
1: Is. Yeah. So I don't know Thanks. if it's you know, we gotta give we gotta give I don't know, maybe I can give Josh I, I mean Josh, I could give Tierney you know, she yeah. could give to your look or whatever, or Jordan and Marty I can send it to your office, I guess. But um you can, I, I mean, you can give it to Tierney to give it to Josh. I'll see
0: Josh soon. Yeah, I'll All get right, done. awesome.
1: Well, we'll do that then, but we wanted to do that for you, just as a little uh, appreciation and a little gift. And, of course, also Anchor FM, the platform we do the podcast on. If you've ever thought about uh, doing a podcast yourself, I would recommend going to anchorfm.com. They make it so easy. You record right from your phone, iPad, computer, whatever allow you to edit and publish it within less than a day. So that's what we've been doing for 29 episodes. Our next episode is going to be the 30th. Wow. Okay, that is
3: insane to think about. Yeah.
1: But this was awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, yeah. If you guys, Marty and Josh, I'll let you guys, if you, if you got any closing things you'd like to say.
4: Uh, no, I was just going to say, I appreciate you having us on. It was a fun convo. It's good to, uh, the push we got going right now is just to connect with people in the area you know, yeah. not worrying about anybody outside the area. So uh, we've connected with some local roasters here, some local coffee shops, like the gift card you sent us would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, but also local podcasts seem to be a thing coming up. Uh, the one we dropped yesterday with Jimmy, Jimmy yes. McFarlane, he started his own podcast uh, last week. Is the episode dropping, Marty? Yeah, it's
0: yes. out. I listen. Yeah.
4: To so it's called The Table. So we, we just like to connect and we appreciate it and, you know, maybe I'll hit y'all up here soon to come oh, yeah. on ours. And heck yeah,
0: that'd be um, on course. Just yeah. keep on, keep on paying it forward in that way. Yeah,
3: yeah, and, yeah. Uh, y'all
0: are y'all are doing an awesome thing, man. Y'all keep it up.
3: Yeah, appreciate that. And um, you know, honestly, uh, you guys really inspired us. Um, yeah. To do this, you know before that Matt. before we even started, you know, like I think the first episode, me and him privately, we talking about, you know. The Tattoos and Jesus podcast and how awesome and successful it was and how we wanted to, you know, kind of.
2: Yeah,
1: just as, like, starting one in Cherokee County, just being able to, like, the idea of, like, a podcast in Cherokee County. Like, I think you guys might have been, or you might probably one of the very few false to start. I know we we kind of got there a couple months later, but in Cherokee County, I think it was the first podcast, or one of the first podcasts.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm, a, I'm gonna yeah. go ahead and tell you, there's not a whole lot of people launching podcasts in Cherokee County, South Carolina. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna
4: say. <laughs>
3: yeah.
4: yeah, that's 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 probably very very true. So I didn't really
1: think about that, but yeah, that's awesome. But yeah,
3: yeah awesome we call. uh, we appreciate you guys um, coming on and
1: uh. Hold on, Morty, did you did you, are you good? Did you have anything you want to say before we wrap up?
0: No, man, we're we're good. Listen, we're so pumped when when Josh came to me a while back and he said that, you know, you guys wanted to do a podcast together. I was like, heck, yeah. Uh, you know, I, um, I I really admire y'all. I really respect y'all. And it's yeah. like I wish I had the guts that you did at your age.
2: <laughs> yeah, right? like, it yeah, took me really. a
0: couple decades to try to, like, you know, find my voice and make a difference. And so I think it's really awesome that you guys are already doing that. Wow.
1: That means
4: so much, Thank man. You. Thank you all so awesome. much,
2: both
0: of you. Yeah, that's, that's,
4: that's, I'll retweet that one. That one's, that's good. Cause it's, yeah, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely hard to do at your age to speak out on anything or to start anything. And I think, I think y'all did, uh, y'all are doing a great job and getting good guests and getting good topics yeah. in. And that's what it's about, man. Podcast is about having fun, having oh, fun, you, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, having yeah. conversation. You know, you'll have a podcast you get done with, it, and you're like, "Man, that's Joe Rogan status right there." Oh yeah, exactly. exactly. You get, you get exactly. done with one, you're like, "Man, that that probably that that one could probably go in the trash." But it is what it is, part of it. Yeah, so mm-hmm. yeah that's totally. awesome to do at y'all's age. Yeah, yeah.
3: Thank you. Um, and as we're gonna go ahead and wrap this up, thank you everybody for listening, um, from both sides of each podcast. Um, oh yeah,
1: thank you to the T and J people.
3: Yeah. Um, and. Fans. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, we'll see you next week. And if Josh and Mark, if y'all want to have an outro to y'all's, I guess, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,
4: we we mentioned it on I'm trying to think because we posted
1: one and we told everybody to come listen. When will this drop? Uh, probably let's see Friday. Uh, I could have the editing, well, probably tomorrow morning sometime. Oh, okay, okay, we
4: had we had what was it the one we did wednesday marty so next friday would be the one that we
0: yeah we so we will definitely up. be pushing it whether
1: in probably an episode or two mm-hmm. awesome well we, yeah wow i actually didn't know that that you were going to do that but thank you that is just incredible mm-hmm. yeah you. all right you yeah
3: yeah well we appreciate it
1: absolutely yeah absolutely fellas y'all have a good one
4: you right,
3: too you see too. ya
0: take care